we're not going to be able to run away from these dogs. <laughs> so I took my backpack off and ran towards them, swinging <laughs> my bag over my head, screaming. <laughs> they went straight into line. Yeah. They elected, like elected Kef there, their alpha. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooting Around podcast and welcome to my home. This is uh, my house. We didn't get an introduction. I'm Tom. Oh, I'm yeah. Ed. I'm Kevin. <laughs> yeah, it's go. nice. It's nice to be on tour. Not really on tour in a different locale. Yeah, about ten minutes down the road. Alpha Guesthouse wasn't available. I, it is just over the road, though. Um, it's very close. Yeah, it's it, it's not available at the moment. It seems because whenever I phone and say, "Is this the Alpha Guesthouse?" She's like, "What do you want?" And then puts the phone down on me. Maybe uh, I'm trying. the maybe customer service is something else. <laughs> no, no, no. Maybe it's like you know when you go to the, you know when you go to really exclusive restaurants and they have two phone lines, one one for the restaurant, one for actually getting a reservation. <laughs> maybe that's it. Maybe you just you just don't know the right number. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We, we are going to have about the Alpha Guest House today because we're going to a different continent. Yes, we are going to Peru. It's been a long time coming. Um... Tom and I have been there. Yeah, worked there together. Yeah, yeah. It's top of my bucket list. It's top, it's, of, a, it's top of a lot of people's bucket list, isn't mm. it? And so it should be. It's one of the most spectacular places. Which and bottomless fun. Speaking of of, of spectacular and and bottomless, um, what are you wearing, Kevin? <laughs> this I don't actually know what the name is, um, but. One of the one of the times that I went, I actually stayed with a tribe um, called the Ashaninkan, and they gave me this lovely. Oh, so this is like legit handmade, yeah, very by, legit. by a tribe. I saw um, that um, some ponchos could like take up to six hundred hours to make. Yeah, oh, really big ones. <laughs> this one's longer than me. X X X X XL. Yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah, hundreds of hours, and they they hand make it, and we sat and watched them. Do what's the stitching it, what, and what's it made out of? Um, cloth, <laughs> nice of sorts, um, and fibers. It shows how much I paid attention while I was there. Yeah, but didn't you didn't you do the fucking YMCA to them? Yeah, yeah. Did I tell you this? I think he, I'm not sure if it was on the podcast or something, but you did tell me that. Yeah, tribe had to. So we. We went out to Peru. I think I did tell part of this, but we went out to Peru to go and look at all the work that Cool Earth uh, were doing. Really cool uh, charity. Really, really cool charity based down in Cornwall. Oh, uh, really? I didn't know it was so local. Yeah, Falmouth way. Yeah, yeah. Got a nice green t-shirt of Cool Earth. Pardon? I've got a nice green t-shirt of Cool Earth. Yeah, yeah. They're really cool. Um, pun intended. But they they took us out and some competition winners to go and see the work that Cool Earth do with the Ashen Incan tribes. Um, and they're kind of, they taught the Ashen Incan that they can preserve, preserve the primary rainforest rather than, but they'll, they'll make more money from it if they preserve it rather than just cut it down. And that's mm. that. Um, because it's so important for biodiversity and tourism and, and things like that. But uh, yeah, it was it was sick. We went around the jungle, met a bunch of the different tribes in loads of different communities, and the final night we were in the main community of of that region, and it was in a big like kind of town square, 
with a single hut behind us and they they had like one light bulb and there was about seven or eight of us just sat in a line and then the entire village sat in like a semicircle around us and they would bring out different people doing like one person would do poetry another three girls were doing these dances and then they kind of just looked at us and it was like your turn so obviously because i was there the rest of the group just kind of looked at me and was like what are you going to do <laughs> <laughs> so i tried to think of some things that we could do that would get them involved so uh i did we will rock you the queen nice, song yeah, so i was running around the circle trying to get a tribe in the middle of the amazon doing the dum 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 a got, good, good got a bunch of them and then i got uh got got us to do the ymca and sang a village people song to some village people in the Amazon. Nice. That was that was a good day. Good one for the. That's really for cool. the it memoirs. Is, it is really cool. Like, it was it was super fun. Um, nerve wracking, but it, it was super fun. And then the next day we played like uh, they showed us how to shoot their bows, and they've got this game that's like volleyball, but it looks like a shuttlecock. So it's like a little. Uh, brown corn husk thing that's been wrapped with like feathers tied to it so um do you use your hand instead of mm. instead of a bat i think i know that that, that don't they oh a bit like uh the badminton thing yeah no it's yeah. exactly like the the badminton they, they're shuttlecocks yeah shuttlecocks oh, is shuttle that what cocks. they oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah i didn't know the word um but they yeah. play with their hands play with their hands yeah what's the scoring system um cloth i don't know well, no, because no, no, I <laughs> because right, I read that the uh, I appreciate you didn't go visit the Incans, but back in oh, back in the day during the Incan period, they didn't have a, a written they didn't have a writing system, so they used to use uh, cloths and like um, oh, sewing of not sewing the the twining of twines to give messages. Oh fuck! Yeah. So you were joking when you you said cloth. I was completely <laughs> joking, yeah. Um, I hope cloth just becomes the default answer for yeah, everything yeah. we don't know. Um, I did do a bit more research on the Ashton Incan people rather than just talk about myself. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. Ashton Incan were great. Hear more about me. <laughs> <laughs> they have a drink called Masato, which is made with yucca, which is like a root vegetable. Mm -hmm. I think I've, I've heard, like, they don't just have it in Peru, though, yucca. No, no, they have it all yeah. over all over the place. So Masato is mashed up yucca, and then they chew up um, like purple potatoes and spit them in, and then they filter all the juices out, and then let it sit for a few days, and it becomes this pink, fizzy. Did you drink it? Yeah, it's like one of the things you have to do. Was it you, nice? You was no, the, it was, was fucking the, vile. What was the flavour profile? Vinegar. <laughs> fizzy vinegar. <clears throat> but earthy. I can't think of yeah, anything Yeah, but people worse. like kombucha, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, but I don't understand those people either, to be fair. I'm sure if you bottled it up and sold I, it as the next next big health kick. Yeah, kombucha is just like big because lifestyle influencers told you this. Yeah, and yeah. What's, what's more lifestyle and traditional than... What, what the Amazon tribes do yeah, and make a fortune. The only thing that I think freaks people out is that they spit in it. 
you know, I spit in people's mouths all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people pay good money for that kind of thing. Exactly. Um, and that's why you should uh, sign up to our OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's one more thing. Well, I've got a bunch of facts about the Ashen Incans, but one other thing that I was shown by the Ashen Incans is this tree. So this is a, a, a twig from a tree called Cat's Claw. That looks man-made. It does, yeah. Have a, have a look. So, surprisingly, in the rainforests, like fresh water can be quite hard to come by sometimes. And if you find one of those trees and you cut one of the thicker pieces of wood, it's basically just, you can cut, cut a section like this and just pour it into your mouth. It's, it's fresh water. Full, full of fresh water. So, so have you tried it as well? Like? Yeah. So that's the cat's crawl. Pretty cool. Um, and that apparently can save your life. It tastes like it tasted like coconut water. Pretty, pretty cool. So the Ashen water though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Ashen Incans <laughs> are one of <laughs> South America's <laughs> largest tribes. Their homeland covers a vast region from the Upper Jura River in Brazil to the Peruvian Andes. Recently, um, some of the Bigger communities have found completely uncontacted Indian tribes over only in the last few years. And lots of people over the years have invaded their land, lands. Colonists, rubber tappers, loggers, oil companies and Maoist guerrillas have invaded. Um, and there's a constant kind of story of oppression with um, with people invading their lands. How does the, how's the like relationship with the government? Because obviously all those countries in... That part of the world have completely did like Brazil doesn't necessarily have a great relationship with their indigenous by, populations and by the looks of it like there's a lot of a lot of people are really happy with with those people but then they are there are oil companies coming mm. in the, then deforesting the Amazon um, and that's what Cool Earth are doing they're kind of just trying to ring fence like buy up the bits mm. of the forest and ring fence and then getting the Ashen Incan to protect it. Pretty badass. Pretty badass. Yeah. Big fan. Did you know that, talking about the rainforest, and one of, <laughs> my, one of my two facts now, I've actually got a bit more than two, uh, the Amazon rainforest covers two-thirds of Peru. Yeah. Really? I was surprised by that, because the Andes are massive as well. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Shit, son. That's where the Amazon starts as well, in Peru. They, well, it depends how you look at it. it might end <laughs> no, there. no, scientists have definitive, not definitively, but they 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 believe. That As in, like it starts in time, like or this the source, like the like the the furthest source is is the is is a river that runs from a lake in Peru. I see. I've forgotten the name of the lake because I only heard it once. Shit. One thing we haven't done yet, uh, and kind of goes into that direction of rivers and stuff. We haven't talked about like the basic facts. Oh yeah, fact. Pop fact population us. thirty-four uh, million, just over thirty-four million. It's like ten, so right? It's like ten million living in Lima. That's possible. Lima's Lima's like I think like the third or fourth biggest city in South America. Massive, it is huge, terrible yeah. traffic. Yeah, very <laughs> ideal traffic to shit your pants in. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. <laughs> it is um, because there's lots of smells, so. I just wound the window down. I did shit my pants in a in an Uber. Yeah, in. For, for the new listeners, go back. What well, I don't know when that was. I, a few we episodes. talk about shitting ourselves <laughs> in most episodes, to be honest. Um, area. 
Yes, Ed. Yes, Ed. 1,280,000 square kilometers, which is, and I did the math because I knew you would ask a question about 500 Luxembourgs. It's a lot of Luxembourgs. It's a lot of Luxembourgs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's so varied there as well, isn't it? They've got, they've got, from what I read, they've got like three, three zones, like the coastal zone, the mountain zone, and then the jungly zone. Mm. Um, and I was watching, listening to something about why, why the coast, why there's like arid zones in South America about like the mountains and the wet weather doesn't go over the mountains. Boring shit. Never mind. Oh, it's cool. <laughs> it's it like one of those YouTube videos. I said, "Why Peru's geography is just ideal." Oh, I love, oh, man, I, fuck, I love those videos. I love them. <laughs> we talked about them before in this episode. Um, so yeah, official languages, Spanish, obviously. I saw there's like 43 native languages or something like that. Quechuan. Quechua's uh, the, yeah. the, like the second largest book. And there's a third one, which I haven't got in my notes. Um, but there is a third national language. And so every document's like written? No, three, I, think? Think, I, I think it just means you have the right to, hmm. to um, submit an official document in that language. Um, and they use the sol, Nuevo Sol. I miss those souls. Yeah. What, as a currency? Yeah, it's currency. Oh, really? That's such a good name. Sun. Soul. Yeah. Sun. Oh, does that mean so? Okay. Yeah. We had a little vacation trip together, didn't we? We went on a boat excursion. We did. It was it was incredible. <laughs> um, we told you about this. I'm not sure. The, the really stinky um careful seals or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sea lions. Is, is, is that what you were yeah. yeah we went out on a boat went past some islands and then we sort of like we obviously we knew what we were doing we weren't we didn't turn up and be like oh fuck we gotta swim with these bastards um but you sort of i i, I don't i don't remember how it looked but i remember that i remember the smell you like yeah. rounded a corner and it was just this sort of waft of the wettest dog you've ever smelt in your life <laughs> mixed in with like sardines and then and then they were like right hop in and you sort of just lay on your back and floated um in sort of anticipation that the sea lions would have a little wriggle over it's not a bit dangerous no there's no apex predators there well the sea lion is the apex predator in in those waters yeah but that's what i mean would they not just murder you well no they're chill Apparently. It was kind of just like sea lion soup, wasn't it? It was <laughs> just floating. But, but the, the sheer quantity of sea lions there was just staggering, Bonkers. like thousands. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was wicked. I've never heard, like, you, you know, there's more like usual uh, animal expedi- like experiences and stuff like that, like shark cage swimming mm. and, and stuff like that. I've never heard of floating with sea lions. <laughs> it's weird because I've done it. Yeah, at least three times. Really? Yeah, yeah. In the same place? No. No, I did it there, did it in Australia, uh, and I did it in Spain as well. But how did and so, the UK? So you literally just you jump just, in the water next to sea lions. Let them chill, mm. let them do their thing. Yeah, they're pretty cool. I suppose it's one it's one step up from swimming with dolphins, if you're and it's one step down from getting in a cage and being rammed by a shark. Yeah, uh, is the water not extremely cold as well? It was. Oh, yeah. It was pretty chilly. It was yeah. freezing. I'm not sure if we had rash vests. I think we did. We had wetsuits. Did we? Yeah. I I really don't remember wearing. And they were suits. really poorly fitted, so oh, they didn't keep us yeah. warm. It was just kind of like protection. <laughs> Coming back to me. Yeah. But yeah, like tears in the in the neoprene and <laughs> filled with water. Did they tell you where the tears came from? 
Maybe some uh, nice little... Little seals. <laughs> oh. Having their way with you. It was a lovely excursion. Um, we had another excursion in... Uh, not not by the sea. Uh, up in the mountains. We went to the uh, the most dangerous circus. Oh, <laughs> shit! <laughs> yeah, we did go to a circus. We had So after we finished this event, we flew back... Um, to the town we we were like starting the event in called Ayacucho. Um, That's such a good name. And, I love Peruvian names. And we were just walking around one day and we saw like an advert for a circus in town. And we were like, <laughs> yeah, let's go. Um, and it was so bizarre. Yeah. Like, I, like, but boring. Was it animal circus or I, like I think people? I, most I think there were horses. All I remember was that the the I think the Americans called it bleachers, you know, like the the the, the sitting stands. <laughs> they were just the sketchiest things. I've sitting ever seen stands. In my life. They were like you know, you know this like the road ran- seating. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the seats were like the thickness of like the uh, bed slats. So it was like a, a, a <laughs> oh, and you could see the drops down, and it was just <laughs> you were like thirty feet in the air, just like dangling on this little. I remember there being some really bad clown work. Yep. Um, feel like there was meant to be some sort of love story or some sort of revenge story woven into the the whole thing i I remember i was in one of those like you know when you're so tired that like you just end up in that half conscious state where like you'd fall asleep for about 10 seconds and then something else would happen and then you'd drift off Mm -hmm. again it was just like a fever dream of of scary clowns being really shit at clowning yeah, good times. It was. It was great. Was it inside, like inside the yeah, tent? Yeah, it was, it was in a, bit, in a yeah, big yeah. top. Yeah, it was, it was, you know the whole, the real deal. We had a few um, moments in Ayacucho. We had um, the dogs. Oh, when you when you shouted down a pack of what <laughs> rabid fucking dogs! <laughs> this is incredible. We were. It was the. Fir- it was my first night in Ayacucho. Where were we walking? Like walking to a petrol station or something? Yeah, we were going to go get some beers. Oh, that makes more sense. Um, <laughs> And probably because you run out of cigarettes. Sorry, because you'd run out of beers, or because you wanted initial beers. Yeah. Okay. Um, So it must have been like ten p.m., nine ten p.m., and um, walking down the street, and then out of like a closed petrol station, like I don't know how many dogs came out. What maybe three or four? They came out, and they were all just like barking, and I was like we're not going to be able to run away from these dogs. So I took my backpack off and ran towards them, swinging my bag over my head, screaming. You were just barking at them as well. And And it worked. Yeah. Yeah. They went straight into line. Yeah. Elected elected Kef, their their alpha. Yeah. Um, They do have the kindest eyes. Oh, I'm glad glad we got to that so early. Yeah, yeah. The most humble... authentic sincere faces of, of dogs i've seen in anywhere on this earth yeah just like adorable but the second you try and walk past them or drive past them they'll just go ballistic yeah and there's the peruvian hairless dogs have you seen them no so they are they're like dark brown no the only hair they have is like a little orange tuft on their head um yeah they're one of the most famous animals really? in Peru, yeah. I um, I went to a zoo in Ayacucho. Uh, yeah, one of those zoos. Yeah, it was depressing. Yeah, one of the imagine. most depressing thing I've ever been to. Um, Equally depressing was the Peruvian hairless dog that we saw while we were waiting with Willie, 
and it had been tattooed and oh, burnt. I don't remember this. Do you not? No. Oh, shit. Yeah, it had been like... Branded. I mean, it looked fucking cool because it looked like it had done some time. But <laughs> It's a dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's, it was a dog. That's horrendous. Yeah. Well, stay on It did that. have kind eyes. It seen some shit, but kind eyes. What did you see at the zoo? Caged condors. Oh. Yeah. The whole the whole birds of prey section was really not not pleasant. They had a jaguar caged, um, spectacled bear caged. Um, I mean, you're not gonna let them run around. <laughs> yeah, caged, I get, no, but... no, I get it. I mean, but but still, like the last the last zoo I'd been to prior to Ayacucho was Prague Zoo, which oh, which that, is that sort is of impressive. which is sort of like. Um, a benchmark for good zoo practice. Um, I didn't expect it to be like. Can you just practice. explain what that, what the Prague Zoo is like? Because uh, I, they just I th- from what oh, we went there together on a little a little holiday <laughs> yeah, together. Little holiday together. Um, yeah. Just the habitats are designed to stimulate and. But are they big yeah. as well? Yeah, they're, they're, they're large. Apart yeah. from the polar bears, polar bears are miserable. But the rest of it, like the elephants, but, but he's and stuff, a prick anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, these are just like tiny cages with you know when you see a leopard walk in. Like pacing in a small cage. Like, mm-hmm. Well, you can tell when an animal's not in, not happy. No, yeah. no, no animals were happy there. Mm. They don't have earnest eyes anymore. No, Just pissed off. Um, but talking about animals, um, th- three quarters of alpacas live in Peru. Yeah, man. There's, I mean, as do llamas. What's the other one called? Llamas. There's the third the one. The third one. Everyone forgets. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I fucking. There's a third one. There's a. Oh. I'm going to find out now. So, the llamas are like the pack horses. So they do all the heavy lifting. The alpacas have really fluffy wool. Yeah. And good meat. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's low low in fat and it is delicious. Really? Yeah. It is delicious. Is it like the best meat you've had? No. Oh. Guinea pig is nicer. They eat guinea pig out there. That was my... Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, they're called... Vicuña. That's it, yeah. yeah Vicuña. They're smaller. There's right? a few of them. There's one called Guanaco. And then we're on to camels. Um Yeah. Uh Guinea pig's delicious. I didn't have the guinea pig. I had some I had some llama steak. Uh, yeah. no alpaca steak. It was nice. Um, um don't talk about that guinea behavior. pig though. Oh go on. Oh, so it's a just a delicacy served with potatoes and salsa. Can you uh Confirmed that statement. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it was served um, And the website I found this on said uh, it's neither uh, a pig or from Guinea. That's and true. And I thought, yeah, yeah, very true. yeah. <laughs> incredible facts. Um, <laughs> they they taste good though. It was it was served on pic- a plate like the picture I saw was yeah they don't quite look, terrifying they don't, to yeah, be honest. It was served like like it looks like they just like get a hammer kill the thing put it like i don't know whatever they use like oil or something and then wait for no, it to I get think hard they're and give it to you they're, bar- they're not deep fried or maybe i mean i don't know no i think they're rotisseried yeah yeah bruno's wife had she had a cage full of live guinea oh, pigs so she killed like them on the spot i didn't see that yeah yeah it was for better context really tasty we, we launched from we the event launched from a place called El Rancho de Bruno um, so when he says Bruno's wife it was literally like a cowboy and his wife yeah <laughs> yeah it was bizarre um, 
I Spe- fell in love. Speaking on, on that. Site. Oh, you did. Yeah. So yeah, the mayor of the mayor of Oak, of, of Machu Picchu. Was he elected, Julie? I I don't know. Oh, still still waiting on the ballots to come in. Yeah. So this man, we, you've talked about this in a previous episode. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's this worth... is pretty much exactly how I pictured him. I that, that... I pictured him with long hair. Oh, you've never seen. I him. never saw. Kev explained it to me. Oh. You can literally see the wisp of his hair blowing in the wind in that picture. Well, you said he had long hair. No, you can like his ah, hair right. was like blowing because in the wind. I, it wasn't... I was I was picturing more of an Antonio Banderas kind of look. I mean, it's not far off. Can you just, just a tired one? Repeat that. Sorry for new viewers. Maybe so, uh, the event had finished, and my job on the event was basically to film people and film their trip. And we'd sat down and had lunch after it all closed, and then I looked over, and this man. You can see his knee, his leg is perched on a rock. Um, he was perched on a rock, playing his beautiful guitar with that. That landscape there is like the quintessential Peruvian, like city in the Andes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. surrounded by these kind of arid mountains and just kind of settled in the middle. But he was up on on top of the mountain making his guitar cry and I went over and asked if I could film him and uh he just shredded shredded for me and then uh he was like I don't play my guitar I make it cry did he actually say that yeah 100% he said that before to loads of women um but (laughs) or maybe men who knows he was running for mayor of Machu Picchu and you can see he's got a little gold badge that he gave me uh he gave me one of those I guess that was like a Vote Gustavo 2018. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was... I, I had so many of those, like, travel moments that you'll remember so clearly. You had, and that was one of them. Obviously, we like we bookended the event together because we both sort of worked the start and the finish. Um, but outside of that, when, when the event was happening, um, we had very different, like, trajectories and i think you had arguably a better one because i was just stuck in lima rushing around trying to fucking buy shit yeah and doing paperwork and you got to do like a full road trip across the country to try and meet teams and get get media on public transport on public transport yeah there was um there was that as well that was terrifying out of um all the countries you've used like public public transport in is that the worst uh, that, that, there was that one overnight trip where it's specifically the worst mode of transport I've ever been on. Hands down. I would have rather have walked. <laughs> For how long? I don't know. It, it was like 15 hours oh overnight. Um, <laughs> oh. yeah, it was rough. But again, it was kind of bookended with loads of cool stuff. Yeah. There was... I remember, like you mentioning earlier, um, when you were with the Ash Lincoln, um, like doing dances not doing dance stuff you'd be like giving you a a a, a, giving you performances and i remember when we when we finished the event literally the whole came whole town came out to see us and people were bringing babies up to kevin to get pictures with him Uh, he wasn't even the fucking event manager i should be in those baby (laughs) pictures but it was just it was just like a queue of women with babies being like it's like it was like a presidential candidate had arrived it was that was one of the coolest experiences. That's that's that other picture. So there's a picture there. 
So here I am. That was at the very end of the event. And these were three young ladies that came and wanted to get a picture. And then two years later, Carlos went back to the town. And that was in a shop window. <laughs> printed A4. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's, I didn't know that. That's amazing. So that's Carlos <laughs> taking a picture of it in a shop window. He said it's still there. I, I love that. I love the fact that that's like you leaving a mark through through time. Um, <laughs> like like how like how there's that shop in London that plays my voice in English. Yeah. <laughs> what? I, mean, I told you about, no. I told you about Oh, when I was living in 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 Siberia in, in winter, um, I was I was. You do a lot of like quid pro quo in Russia. Not illegal stuff. Hmm. Well, sometimes illegal stuff. But there was a woman who ran a shop called Zam, which was like an ethnic shop, ethno shop. Um, and I wanted her to help me with some event stuff. In return, she asked me to <laughs> record adverts for her shop to go on the internet and to be played. And like, she didn't tell me to be played on a loudspeaker outside her shop in summer. So I was but like, why in English? For the tourists. <clears throat> so I, I went to this recording studio in Atlanta there. Did my lines like a pro, one take, one take Tom, they call me. Um, and uh, that, was, that was the end of it. And one day we were, me and Kevin were walking down the street in Atlanta there, and he heard my voice. <laughs> and I was like, what's going on? Um, but yeah. I like that. I really, it's, it's like, yeah, you're, you're, you're in some. What, what type of shop was it out of interest? <laughs> no idea. No idea. I, I, I think you might have said it was like a cafe or a restaurant or something. But oh, so yeah, that's, that, that's the equivalent of having like, oh, like, like, like when when Christopher Walken comes into a pizzeria. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Sinatra came in here once. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of like one day in Turkmenistan. We in the evening we just uh, drove through a town and there was a wedding and in Central Asia, of course, like the weddings are like a massive thing. And people saw us, you know, foreigners were like, oh, come in, come in, come in. And every mother there was trying to like pair us with their daughter. But um, so, you know, like they're all around us trying to take pictures with us and stuff like that. And then they all ushered us to like their, this wedding was massive. Like it must have been like 700 people. It was yes. crazy. It was like a stage where the, the bride was basically like taking pictures with everyone. She was sat with a massive dress probably couldn't even move in that and then they would just like bring people take photos with her <laughs> and they brought like us like one after the other to take pictures with her so i'm just wearing like crusty shorts a t-shirt like that said probably cool earth yeah like really dirty and stuff and i'm right next to it because i'm she's sat i'm way too tall i'm just crouching <laughs> next to us and somewhere there's a picture of like a bride with me next to <laughs> and maybe it's in a shop somewhere like a wedding dress shop that would be great that'd be really cool I'd love to go to one of those weddings. We did um, we did a Boreat wedding in Russia, which was pretty full on. I think we spoke about that yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in the previous episode. They, they gave us vodka in like bowls. What, like, 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 like sipping bowls or yeah, sipping shot, bowls. shotting bowls? No, 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 sipping bowls. But like, you know how maybe you go to an, an Asian restaurant and they give you soy sauce in a bowl, that kind of size. Mm. Oh, a small one then. Well, like this. Basically like five shots. I and they kind of fill this with a brew. Now that you've said it, hmm? I kind of want some soy sauce. Now that you've said it, what just to drink? Yeah, just to take the edge off. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, um, yeah. So Peru was sick. I, I I had one other 
um, ridiculous experience when I was there last, the second time. So, t- time-wise, when was there? Like, the, the first time was, like, 2016? 2018, the first time I was there, oh. I think. Yeah, and then 2019 was the time I went with Cool Earth. But um, I experienced an earthquake for the first time in my life, and it was an 8.6 on the Richter scale, which is... Big boy. Big, 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 big. And where were you, Lima? I was in the mountains. Okay. I was you in, in like Huang Kai or something? I was in Huang Kai or Satipo. No, it must have, it must have been Satipo. Um, and I was on the third floor of a hotel and I woke up and my bed was sliding across the room. So it was like, that's buildings fall down. That's like huge. Yeah. And um, it was like, it sounded like there was a truck driving through the wall and then I came out of the door and I realized I was three stories up so there's no truck going to be driving outside and I looked back in the room and the bed was like it was literally sliding across the floor um and then we just kind of all stood in the courtyard of this hotel just how quick was it um I kind of woke up halfway through it but I think it was like 30 seconds that's so long yeah it was was really (laughs) scary I mean it sounds speak it sounds almost like um some sort of poltergeisty type yeah no it was with the bed moving around yeah it really was the sound and the feeling of trucks and speaking of um uh mythical and supernatural beings my segue is on point um i want to talk about we mentioned it before in the podcast um the pishtaco yes the pishtaco um the legendary fat stealer i'm not sure if that's what pishtaco means in um it's probably not what it means in Spanish. It might be in Ashen, in um, Quechuan. Um, so yeah, indigenous community stalks indigenous communities in the rural Andean highlands. Um, in the Peruvian Andes, they say that he wanders the roads at night. He may look like a gringo, hairy and bearded, wearing boots, a hat, and a leather jacket. He may be on horseback, or in modern times, he might be in a car. He may look like a priest walking along along the side of the road with his long knife. He attacks solitary tra- travellers and dismembers them for food and their fat. Um, in, in the Bolivian Andes, he might be the stranger next to you on the bus. Don't fall asleep and don't walk alone on the roads either. If you meet him on the path, he will put you into a deep sleep with his prayers or with powdered human bones. As you sleep, he extracts the brown hard fat around your organs with his knife or with a special machine. Um, you awake, you waken feel weak you fall sick and in a few days you die this all sounds very confusing Wait, you don't die straight away when he chops you up in pieces <laughs> hey Cuts all your visceral fat out and <laughs> yeah but um, you're fine for three days huh? so one thing the fat stealer sells his victims fat for a variety of uses to make medicine or beauty products or to lubricate machinery or aeroplane parts. Very different. Or other stuff. <laughs> some, some even believe that the fat is made into holy oil used in Catholic baptisms. Wouldn't surprise make, me. To make candles in church or to grease the church's bells. That's why there was a lot of um, uh, scepticism towards the Roman Catholic Church. Because the pish tacos Cause selling pish tacos. children's fat. But isn't like 90% of Flu. the country... like 75%, yeah. Oh. Obviously, they... Close enough. Um, to those so that's that's taco and we used to we actually had to give warnings to participants legit warnings like if, they, if someone calls you a taco you get out of there because because that they'll, they'll be like pitchfork chased out of town 
Like, legit. Le- legit. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's mental. Um, in fact, like I told... bows and arrows, full-blown... In fact, I told a ghost story. <laughs> the launch party. <laughs> we, we had, like, torches like this. It was the just, legend of it was, the beast It was just after the scissor dance, which I'm sure we're going to get to, which you might have even forgotten about. I completely forgot about. Um, but it's mental. And the fireworks. I God. didn't write any of that down. <laughs> that was the most scared I've ever been. Um... We, Sounds like you've had a lot of very scary experience. Yeah, well, yeah, the most scared I've ever been in Peru. We got fireworks made for um, the the launch party. It was a event. tower, and, and it was it was. You ever seen videos of like South American danger? Ever seen videos of dangerous Latin American fireworks? No. Well, Every time I see a video like that, it's usually Russians. Oh no! This this is like. You remember we talked about? I think it might be in the Thailand episode about those like firework rockets that sort of propel up this was like yeah maybe five meter tall structure of fireworks that span and then a bike lit up it was it was it, it, took, it took him about two hours to erect it and then just let it go it was wicked um and before that we had some but why si- was it scary because it, it was, was like just rickety local it, made fucking fireworks a bit landed in my hair and burnt my scalp it was like out of someone's yeah. it was out of someone's tin garage they made this they turned up in a Volvo and built it. Um, <laughs> but, but before then, we had something called the scissor dance. And it was like these two guys wearing like almost like MC Hammer trousers, you know, like yeah. big like parachute pants. And they had scissors. And they were just like dancing around and like doing acrobatics whilst like clipping the scissors together to make some like rhythmical dance. It was, so it's like the... It was like maracas, Spanish. yeah. No, no, cast, mm. what are these Casti- called? Castellas? 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 I forgot. You're fucking Spanish. Yeah. You know You're forgot. fucking Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I forgot. Um... Ca- castanetas? Castanets, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but, it, yeah, it was scissors, but with no pin holding them together. So it was just clink, 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 clink. Yeah. Weird. So, so I, don't know, I, don't know, I don't know how sharp just, they are. I think they're supposed to be very sharp. Didn't they see? Didn't they say they used to use stones and they decided to use scissors instead? <laughs> yeah. yeah. God, your memory's so much better than mine. Yeah, and I was—I was just—I was dumbstruck by that by that yeah. comment. Like, sure, used to use stones. Maybe they were pished tacos, and what? that's why they got knives. To what? To f- ah. To shank you up. That's true. Scissors are a good way to get you yeah. into organal fats. Um, but Peru is actually quite a scary place. Like the night me and you were walking through. Well, that dodgy the, part of Lima. Yeah. There, yeah that was pretty and rough. we were literally getting, hey, gringo. We were like whistling at us and like a big group of guys following us. We were wearing high heels. Like, no. <laughs> and hot pants. Hey, papi. Um, <laughs> um, what any, were you doing? Uh, just our Airbnb. Because... Whenever you go to a new, whenever you travel to a new country, you've got, you are given, or we were given, a, a budget on how much accommodation has to cost. And it's very much like a lucky dip sometimes. You're like, oh, this area looks relatively central. At least that's how I approached it. Um, so sometimes you'd, you'd luck out and get a really nice apartment in a really nice area. Sometimes you wouldn't. And that was very much the case of we didn't. Was that the jacuzzi Airbnb? Uh, that was also in Lima. But we had another Airbnb which had a pool in it and the roof. Yeah, I taught that someone, was pretty I taught cool. someone to swim in that pool. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. Did we order pizza? We, we did. We did order pizza. We did. Yeah. We got pizza. 
Um, got stuck in lots of traffic in Lima. I I could give or take Lima. It was kind of unimpressed. I mean the the churches and stuff were pretty cool, but I went I went to the mm. old, the colonial old colonial bit was beautiful. I went to a museum of uh, atrocities because you know like Lima's got a really um, controversial past with like shining the shining path um maoist group and some other like anti anti-communists and there's been a lot of like terrorism there um i think there still is a few maoists living up in the mountains like this uh segunda luminosa is that is that shining path you speak spanish shine what's shining path in spanish something segunda segunda something i don't well, know second whatever That's right. um camino El Camino. Camino Luminoso. No, it was definitely the best. <laughs> anyway, I, I digress. Um, but most people don't go to Peru to go to Lima. I don't no. know. They go to Machu Picchu, I think. Probably yeah. like the biggest thing that everyone knows. There's also another thing I wrote down that I heard of, but I didn't realize it was the highest navigable lake in the world. Lake Titicaca. Yeah, Titicaca, yeah. Have funny you been? Name. Funny no, name. No. Very funny. Uh, no, didn't go there either. You know, um, Peruvian you know, names are just cool. Like all the Peruvian names are just funny, like great. Ayacucho. You know, Ma- Machu Picchu was built without concrete or mortar. All it of just, it's just all rocks. The, it was like puzzles. All, all the rocks are, are, are carved intricately in such a way mm. that they didn't need to use any. That's fucking badass. And it's a huge complex as well. Um, now, apparently there's plenty of others that are yeah, more like, impressive yeah, as well yeah, yeah there are there are loads and also Machu Picchu's misnamed apparently because Machu Picchu I, I believe Picchu means mountain or peak and in think, like Quechua or in, yeah in Quechua yeah. and Machu is I think might be old so it's actually the mountain that the site looks at is Machu Picchu um, and the one that it's on is another Picchu right um, but I forgot the name of it yeah, did you guys do much reading on Incans? Not a lot, aside from aside from about the the postal service. There's one thing that has endlessly fascinated me about Peru, and it is an event called Takanakoi. Have you heard of it? No. Cool name again, but that is a Quechuan word. Something about guinea pigs. Uh, and the word literally means to hit each other. So on Christmas Day every year. <sighs> I think you've told me this, actually. Um, it's it's happened for years and years and years, but it's mainly it mainly started in small rural areas where there weren't police. So their thing was right. We'll save up all of our frustration and we'll deal with this shit on at Takanakoi. So you get robbed and you you, you find the robber and you're like, I think, I'm going to be the show you on the 25th. I think it might be more for like civil disputes. Yeah. Like it's, it's in, in lieu of a small claims court. Um, but I did put uh, a quick picture in there. Um, so it happens on Christmas Day. It um, So males wear masks and like intimidating costumes, but then the females, more often than not, they wear like elegant red dresses, embroidered with flowers and these cute little hats um they just go to town on each other and they, they just kick the shit out of each other but they they go in with respect basically so they start with a hug they kick the shit out of each other and then they finish it with a hug which is kind <laughs> of kind of nice I, I you know just ties it off in a little bow but yeah the ultimate aim is to begin the new year in peace so um 
Get it all done. Yeah. Get it all done. Get it, get it all done. Start getting your taxes in. And then once people <laughs> surrounding it start getting drunk, they'll occasionally just start their own fighting circles but it's for the no per- reason. And it's just the perfect the time because you've got to get out of your system. You've got to yeah. flush it out. While you're steaming. Yeah, it's like a detox. Um, and yeah, some people seem to just fight for the sport of, of fighting, which is, you know, you might get bored uh, in and around there. And obviously... Plus on the 24th, there's a bunch of people who just want to fight who just try and annoy people. So they- <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what their Christmas dinners are like afterwards. Just like bust noses and... Yeah. And obviously, it's it's quite old school, so some men are just like... These these women shouldn't be fighting, but of course they seem to uh, they seem to do all right. They properly wrap their hands up like um like boxers as well. You can see she's got like wrist wraps. But yeah, Christmas Day, what a way to spend that with your family. It's better than listening to the fucking Queen's speech, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so I'd rather I'd rather watch the town brawl. Takanakoi, I can't remember what region it's in. I think they do it down Cusco way. It is, yeah. Oh, is it just in one place? It, one region. So it's like I they see. have smaller towns. So it's specific to Peru's remote Chumbivilcas province. Chumbivilcas. Does that sound I'm like not. a catch? That's a catch one word. No. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to go and see that. There's some amazing documentaries that have been made about it as well. And there's all these like super slow-mo oh, videos yeah. of like these <laughs> women in beautiful dress, just like absolutely And I suppose just regular nailed. people, so they're not like athletes. No. <laughs> when you see like fighting, yeah, but, usually it's like... But imagine, imagine you start, it's January the 1st, January the 2nd even. You've, your year started off great. And then you bump into Susan or she uh, Susan drops her shoulder on you and you're like... Right, you bitch. I'll see you on Christmas Day. You've got effectively twelve months to hone yourself to perfection yeah. and, and lay and lay an absolute beat down on Susan. There are some I've I've watched extensive videos and there are some very unbalanced fights physically as well. Can you refuse a fight? No, 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 no. They'll come for you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's an incredible place. It's a scary, wild place, but so, Tom, you've got, like, about 10,000 tribunal stories. Would you rather settle it like this? Well, it depends against who, you know. In Russia, your visa oh, fuck thing. That. <laughs> fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. No. Absolutely not. Um, uh, I suppose it depends against which, what type of... Oh, no, even the skinny Russians would do you over, wouldn't they? Yeah. Um, I haven't got a segue. I was racking my brain trying to think of a funny segue. Um, but I couldn't. So I'm oh, we missed it with uh, Airbnbs, didn't we? Yeah. Oh. Well, you know, maybe next time. Um, well, we're the Alpha Guest House of so podcasts. Yeah, I, yeah my own moniker today. This is, as always, brought to you in association with the Alpha Guest House, Bristol's premium guest house accommodation. Um, rooms with 100% more smoke damage. Uh, this is the <laughs> the. Andean Dreams Hotel, based in Cusco. Um, maybe a one-star hotel. The hotel is old, smelly, toilet broken, tried to fix but didn't work. Glass ceiling tiles above the bathroom. People above can see down into the bathroom and bed. 
you know those tiles that they're talking about <laughs> the well. like square but like very thick <laughs> isn't it yeah yeah and there's very little no english spoken about blah, blah, blah. um this is a long one so i may skip bits but it's a good one actually no there's another one i'm not going to read and and the um the title of this review is just called don't stay in room 13 Oh, mystery. Only because it has no windows. <laughs> um, <laughs> it sounded like, what was it, number 23 or something? Oh, so, God, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this one's just called The Worst Hotel in Cusco, Stay Away. How can, such a, how can a place so awful be a part of such a beautiful city? As soon as we pulled up outside and looked, and looked at the dirty, holy curtains hanging like rags. This one's clearly done an English literature course. Um, Cloth. Uh, behind the stinking glass of the rotting windows we should have turned and run the receptionist was very slow and she was making a she was making private mobile phone calls to verify uh, my reservation Um, they didn't have a computer system for reservations she asked me to pay in full amount in cash if we wanted to use our credit card she said we would have to pay 15% more we pay cash she didn't want to give a receipt Uh, the room was tiny and stank as did the rest of the building. It was a combination of cats, mould, rot, damp, the local petting farm, and a pair of zookeeper's wellies. The bathroom smells like a sewer and no hot water. We didn't take a, a shower, and Cusco is cold. Our bed, it goes on, was horrible, like a rock and nasty. The sheets were old and had holes. We couldn't sleep, so we had to take Tylenol. Uh, no heater, room was freezing, windows are old, so the cold air goes inside of the room all the time. Their dog was barking all night long. We went out early and stayed as late as we could manage. Next morning, when we were up and out, didn't have breakfast as we saw the state of the kitchen. Dirty and nasty. We packed and, le- and left. We asked for our money back at 11am and it took many private phone calls with the owner and they decided to, oh, they, just, they refunded them. Um... I said it's illegal for oh, whatever. They Clearly got a American. Yeah, definitely. They got a refund. Tyler Chill Lott. out. Yeah, it's a dead giveaway. Um, quite the wordsmith, though. Yeah, quite quite wordy. Yeah. All right, fucking. Yes. I, I love how much we're slagging Americans off. <laughs> Last night, or well, two nights ago, I was in London for work and checking into the hotel took 45 minutes. Cause, yeah. Because of Americans? N- no. Private phone calls? N- no. Uh, dogs barking. Cough? No. Yeah. Why did yeah. it take forty-five minutes? They just like the reservation was made under like the company name, and there was like seven rooms within that name, and the uh, the receptionist just couldn't deal with it. Too complicated. Forty-five minutes. Got the manager five times. Lost my mind. Yeah. When things get over twenty minutes, I'm like. But, but you got to bear in mind that like 32 minutes out of this 45, she wasn't there. Like she was talking to the manager at the back. Private <laughs> so, phone calls, clearly. So much worse. Um, while we are not quite on track with Peru, should we do a little swift guest story? Oh, yes. This is please. a very, very short one. The shortest one we've ever had. It's not about the size. Um, thanks, Ed. So this comes from an old, old friend of mine called Tom Beckett from Newport. Um, And I posted on Facebook saying, send me uh, any guest stories or funny travel moments you've had. And all I got from him was, pretty sure I smoked opium with a load of Algerian boys. And then I fell in love with a Russian all on a family holiday. I almost drowned too. 
Tide almost had me. Don't drink blue things. That's, that could be a haiku. <laughs> <laughs> So earlier you said I've got a story about it and you didn't even say where it was from and when you said Algerians I was like well clearly it's in Algeria and then a Russian case comes yeah yeah oh, see that stirs it up mixes it up I wonder what where the blue drink was I think blue I've got Carousel. a feeling that's in Greece is my bet I'll message him now and ask him where it was place your bets people um ooh, ooh. is he a big traveller no it was family, a, fa- a family holiday. Family holiday. Um, Greece is probably a good try to be fair, but you know, I'll, I'll just say Italy. I, I reckon Spain. I'm, I'm yeah, going to say he, be was, Spain he was Italy. in um, Seville. No, not Seville. Oh, no, there's no way. <laughs> um, one of the costas we all go to. Um, have you guys got anything to chat about? I've, I've got a couple of wildlife facts, but we kind of touched upon I, it. I saw you, you might talk about that. Um, Something about pink dolphins? Yeah. Pink Amazon River dolphins. They live in Peru as well. They're in Peru. They're in... um, And you get them... What do you mean as well? Aren't they the ones that fuck each other in the blowhole? Uh, I mean, that's just uh, normal bottlenose dolphins. Oh, right. They might fuck each other in the blowhole, though. But they're one of... Well, there's a few freshwater dolphins. You get them in the, the Yangtze River in China... Do they? Oh, yeah, yeah, you do. And the Mekong, I think you do get them in. Do those dolphins ever fight the giant otter? Oh, they're probably the two biggest predators in the water, them and them and, caimans, them and, and caimans, yeah. Who would win in a fight oh, God. Oh, no. between a sea wolf, a.k.a. No, river wolf, a.k.a. the, the giant otter, or a pink dolphin? Ed, go. And just because it's pink, don't assume it's feminine. And that wouldn't be a problem either, as we've seen in the Mongolian episode. We got um, a lot. We got a lot of pushback on TikTok about that. <laughs> oh, did we? we did. Yeah, it's probably because yeah, yeah. probably, probably because it's not fucking true, and I was just talking nonsense, and I read it on the internet. But I read it uh, like after I saw how pissed off people were getting. That's BS. I looked it up, and it's at like four or five different websites in different phrasing and things like that, and it. It says it, but then if you talk about woman Mongolian wrestling, it does talk about Genghis Khan's daughter or a granddaughter or whatever. But I think they're both just as valid. Prove or, it. Or, or, in, or invalid, yeah. Um, yeah, prove it. Sorry, so yeah, who'd win? Pink dolphin, big otter. Go. Dolphin, I'd say. Really? They can f- swim away if it gets too much and then come back in the night and just... All, all a dolphin can do in my eyes... It's just ram it. It's just ram it. Yeah. Ram it and deafen it. <laughs> whereas, whereas a sea otter's got claws and teeth. Good proper teeth. I'm not shitting on dolphins. How big is that otter? They're like three metres long. Remember what? we talked about it. We literally you talked about it. that exact reaction. <laughs> How big are they? Whoa. <laughs> I used to think I talked about subways the first time I mentioned Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, of course. And the, Yeah, no, in that case. You can, but everything would lose against that thing. Well, not everything, but you know. Anacondas often... Uh, I reckon often... a caiman would eat it. Gobble it right up. Oh, anacondas are also a, a very large predator in those rivers. That's what the giant river otter looks like. That is scary. Yeah, they've got quite stupid looking eyes though. No offence. Probably good for peripherals. You know. Yeah. Um, 
I haven't got much much else to say about Peru to bring it back on topic. Um, I had the best fruit juice of my entire life there. The best what? Sorry, fruit juice. Fruit juice. And it's a fruit that you can't get in this country. I've forgotten what it's called, but it tasted like caramel. Ooh. It was sensational. Um, the food, the food in general is pretty good. Ceviche, which is like um, fish cooked with acid. Like lemon and oh. lemon and lime, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that so, kind yeah. of acid. Yeah. And I had another dish called. I got taken to a vegetarian Peruvian restaurant when I was in in Lima, and I had some. Their national dish called lomo saltido. Normally, it has like strips of beef, but I had it with seitan, and it's like a stir fry. Um, lots of chaufa. Oh god, oh, it was fucking chaufa. Oh, that's a rice. Yeah, it's like no, it was it was, it was like like special fried quinoa. Oh, yeah, wasn't it, there that one chowfer that just completely flattened me? They all It was like a, a two days of food poisoning. It um, was rough. Um, National animal, cock of the rock. The cock of the rock? Yeah. That's that orange bird I put on oh, here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, looks like what, it doesn't even have a Why is the llama not the national animal then? Yeah, it really should. Like, if you ask anyone in the world, what's Peru's national animal? <laughs> I'll say the llama. Yeah. Shame. But yeah, it's the Andean cock of the rock. It's um. Is that all one word? <laughs> Cock of the Rock is all hyphenated. I love that. Yeah. Where's the name coming from? No, like, like a chicken cock, cockerel yeah. cock. Like standing on rocks, mm. or maybe is from a mountain. Yeah, all makes sense. Yeah. Uh, we haven't talked about NASCAR lines, um, NASCAR, the the racing. <laughs> um, we haven't talked about. So many Incans. things. Incans in general. The fact that they used to wrap their heads to make the, their skulls to elongate them. Yeah. And oh. aliens. You can, I like, saw that. I saw that today. Actually, like completely unrelated to my extensive research. I saw like follow someone who's currently traveling uh, in Peru, and they just post a picture of those really long skulls, and I was like, wow, that's just mental. Mm. Like imagine like changing your body. They used, to, they used to put their head, Shape, their head between wooden boards so the skull would only grow in one direction. It's like when you squeeze the balloon. Yeah. No, I get the concept. It doesn't make it less crazy, though. Yeah, it's <laughs> weird. But yeah, that, I'd, I'd love to find out more about the Incans and then we can talk about Nazca. And... Well, no one knows how Nazca, Naz, exactly. Nazca came about. Yeah. Um, Loads of aliens. Peruvian aliens. Yeah. The fucking Germans go in there. After the war, that's mostly Argentina. That not, they did, went to Peru as well. Mm. Oh, did they? I yeah. thought it was, oh, I thought you were talking about the Indiana Jones film. But it was actually the communist who was fighting in that film. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it was the um, yeah, the German, not the German Nazis, the Nazis that fled. They went to Peru as well. Oh, we missed so much. Yeah, was it jo- jo- Joseph Mengele? I think there's a famous story of him. There's the fucking German Austrian village. Oh, I think that's in Chile. No, it's in it's in Peru. Is there one in Peru? Yeah. People people went through there on the on the trip. Ugh. What is it? Like, is it just like an ex-Nazi? It's just an Austrian village in the middle of the Andes. Yeah, but it's just filled with packed for the Nazis. No, to there's the, there's the blonde rafters. people there though, um, and a lot of uh, not in that village, but there's a lot of you know the the twin experiments. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of like blonde-haired, blue-eyed twins, uh, yeah. and apparently a lot of. Um, Local local children were like taken to they go to like the village hospital and they'd be like horrifically experimented. And this is all anecdotal, but um, they'd be, they'd go to like hospitals run by these 
escape Nazi scientists and be subjected to all that horrible shit. Fuck. Or maybe I just made that up. Oh, well. Yeah. It's the Genghis Khan's daughter. Yeah. Swings, swings and roundabouts. Um, uh, on that note, I guess we should probably wrap up Peru. Yeah, we did. Oh, one more thing. Paddington Bear. Done. Oh, yeah. yeah. What? Don't know what Paddington Bear uh, is. I know what it is, but not really. I mean, I, that's I, where, where he came from. from. Deepest, really? darkest Peru. Oh. Yeah. Don't know how he got a train ticket to Paddington Station, but that's that's by the by. Um, Why don't they call him Peru the Bear as well? That's true. There's a statue to Paddington Bear in Peru. Is there? No. Yeah, yeah, there is. Oh, in Miraflores. Is it in Miraflores? Yeah, yeah. I stayed there. Well, it's just I was, in, I, was in, I was indulging too much there. Anyway, that's that's. I I think we should probably go back to Peru at some point. Yeah, we'll come. So, there's yeah. a lot more to talk about. Um, well, I want to go physically to Peru though one day. Oh, you should. Yeah. There's it's, also this like mental place. It's probably kind of too touristy at the moment, but this oasis in like the sand dunes. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's near. It's not far from Nazca. <laughs> yeah, I've heard about this place. Um, I didn't know what you were saying. So it's, <laughs> it's like a, maybe it's just a hotel. Actually, I don't know. Uh, it's a it's a legit oasis, but they they obviously built a tourism complex around. Okay, it, but there's there. no like village or anything, is there? I don't know. I didn't go. I just saw it on excursions and was like, yeah, I can't afford that. Oh, yeah, it's one of those. Mm. One of those. Shame. They also have like I mean they've got sand dunes in a country that's yeah, covered two thirds by your rainforest. Like, isn't it mental? Tallest sand dune in the world in Peru. Really, third third highest waterfall. That's 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 all I got. And the port they call it the poor man's Galapagos, as well, which is just outside Lima. And I, if you go, you'd need to go for like three months. Yeah, to go and be yeah, like, to really I saw it. Peru. Like I've been twice, and I'm like, I haven't scratched the surface. Yeah, but a lot of places are like that. A lot of smoke yeah. you can do it in three days, but yeah, I, yeah, I exactly. think Peru, <laughs> Peru more than more than most. I think it packs a hell of a lot in. Yeah. Thank you. Next week we're going to go to New Zealand. Yeah, exciting. You got your accent ready, or I've got one of the accents ready. Oh, you go, yeah. Are you going for the my dad drives like this, or are you yeah, going? Yeah. For, are you going for? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. All right. Oh yeah, bro. All right, then I guess I'll see you guys next week. That was really good. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> see you next week. See you next week. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc